0: Welcome to Truth Unbound. Once again, I'm your host, Walter Swaim, and I appreciate your patience with me as I continue to struggle with allergies, so it makes my voice sound extra deep and weird (laughs) and uh, my nose stuffy. But anyway, I appreciate your patience with it. I've got a really big question for you today. What if you were labeled by your government and your social media provider and your bank as having moral, political, or religious views that are undesirable or unacceptable and they canceled you? What if they shut you off from having the freedom to speak or write freely on open forms, but then also shut off your ability to do personal financial business such as loans and transactions? What if you used an anonymous username on some social media site, which is very common today, or even on some podcast platform and they found out your true identity and cut you off again, from being able to do financial transactions or even from getting employment. And what, and this is key for our topic today, what if this was done to you, not by a human being, but by artificial intelligence, or as AI will call it that way uh, on the rest of the podcast most of the time. That would be devastating and illegal, or will it be illegal for that much longer? If you're a student of the Word of God and even slightly familiar with prophecy, this will have a familiar and chilling ring to it. And that day seems to be getting closer when all of this will happen. You'll want to see this, for instance. In this article, listen to what they say. Now, this article, which was published just recently on the World Economic Forum's website, It bundles together the real problems faced by online content moderators, such as detecting and removing child uh, sexual abuse material, or CSAM, or CSAM as it's called, with establishment preoccupations like containing misinformation and white supremacy, which are increasingly flexible labels that tech elites use to censor the enemies of progressivism. Then here from the article, and now here's the article announcing this from the World Economic Forum itself. As the Internet has evolved, so has the dark world of online harms. Trust and safety teams, the teams typically found within online platforms responsible for removing abusive content and enforcing platform policies, are challenged by an ever-growing list of abuses, such as child abuse, extremism, disinformation, hate speech, and fraud, and increasingly advanced actors misusing platforms in unique ways. The solution, however, is not as simple as hiring another room full of content moderators or building yet another block list. Without a profound familiarity with different types of abuse, an understanding of hate group verbiage, fluency in terrorist languages, and nuanced comprehension or disinformation campaigns, trust and safety teams can only scratch the surface. A more sophisticated approach is required by uniquely combining the power of innovative technology, off-platform intelligence collection, and the prowess of the subject matter experts who understand how threat actors operate, scaled detection of online abuse can reach near perfect precision, end quote. Now, if you're really listening to what they're saying, that is chilling indeed. And so let's dig into it and see why it also has connections to a biblical prophecy. Let's do that right now. Hey, thanks again for being a part of Truth Unbound and its worldwide reach with the Word of God. So to keep knowing the latest from Truth Unbound and to see it spread and grow to others as well so they can know more of God's truth in relation to today's issues and struggles, would you please click like and hit all notifications and then follow the podcast, subscribe, and share it with others today. I'm so grateful you're doing that. Now let's get back to it. All right. So what are these guys talking about at the World Economic Forum and others along with them? How would technology, AI specifically, snoop out and cancel people even to the point of erasing their financial capabilities? Most of us are not ignorant of the fact that our habits, our choices, our lifestyle, our beliefs, our preferences, and more, are monitored by companies through our phones, our home computers, and the use of debit and credit cards, uh, the use of transactions through our phone phone calls, and and so much more. Now we're also aware that the government that there are government entities also doing so, supposedly on those who only commit crimes and are terrorists. But, but what this is talking about is a whole new level. Let me explain. What is artificial intelligence? It is computer operating systems or algorithms, as they call it that can think, act, and even improve themselves in human-like ways. Now, there are different types of AI, and we won't get into all that now, but mainly it is used to monitor and do things into response to what itself discovers or is told to do. For instance, you talk or type something, and shortly after that, you see ads thrown up on your screen suggesting you to buy that item from such and such website. things you were just just discussing and searching, that's artificial intelligence, that's AI. If you have Alexa or Google Nest or Cortana, that's AI. But then there is that AI that is used to monitor your YouTube channel, your social media platform, uh, post, and, and more. And that is where our story begins to raise red flags. Now, on one end of this, there are legitimate sources of evil that are hiding in the corners of the internet, such as terrorists and cultic groups and sex abuse predators and more, and child pornographers. And AI can be an effective tool to root out those who would harm or kill innocent people. But what this calls for is a whole new different level of, and would actually be harmful and destructive to innocent people just caring about their daily lives. The idea of the World Economic Forum to call for this kind of use of this technology is already possible due to the use of human moderators. You see, when the AI does the monitoring itself, it is set according to certain parameters by their programmers and and can make mistakes. Now, the, the WEF article describes it this way. Threat actors use increasingly sophisticated tactics to avoid evolving detection mechanisms. This has resulted in the new development of new slang, like child predators referring to cheese pizza and other terms involving the letters C and P instead of child pornography. Now, you can maybe see the problem with this. So you see the problem is that AI can expose someone who only just wanted to express their love for a literal cheese pizza. (laughs) But with experienced human moderators programming the AI AI along the way, with human-like understanding of the context of how cheese pizza is used in the rest of the wording, it can then tell the difference between a cheese pizza lover and someone seeking child pornography. And now it would be able to do that, the AI would be able to discern that on its own. Now, the next step that the WEF is talking about is way more than that. Remember the World Economic Forum, the WDEF, is setting the agenda for the world economy and actively forging a worldwide partnership program, or partnership, if you will, between governments and megacorporations and financial institutions. It's called the Great Reset. Now, we've covered this several times uh, already, And we'll provide the links for you to follow up on that in the description of this podcast so you can see about it in more detail. But here in this, their, their goal is to unify the world currency and to control the flow and use of that currency across, across national borders. And to qualify for that use will involve smaller companies and governments and then down to you and I, to comply with their social report card, or what they call ESGs, which means environmental safety and governance, or SDGs, Social Development Goals. The United Nations is fully on board and doing its part too with its 2030 SDG plan. Their stated goal is, quote, a universal call to action to end poverty, protect the planet, and ensure that by 2030 people all people enjoy peace. And prosperity. End quote. In short, the elites will establish woke and leftist standards that eventually everyone worldwide will need to comply with in order to survive and thrive in life. This is where it ties in with biblical prophecy. But hold on that thought for a minute, we'll come back to that shortly. So, how is this supercharged and superhumanized AI connected to all this Great Reset worldwide agenda? Well, it starts right here in the US, of course, with Miss Meredith Whitaker. Now, Miss Whitaker is the Mindaroo Research Professor at New York University. She also co-founded and is a director of the AI Now Institute and also a board member of the Signal Foundation. Now, these two last uh, latter organizations are about studying the ways AI negatively affects society. Her concerns have been that big tech and their use of artificial intelligence were, are getting too powerful and are being too snoopy and controlling of everyday lives of everyday people, especially disadvantaging women, the poor, and more. Okay, kind of sounds good and fair enough for now. But she also organized the famous Google Walkouts of 2018, where she had worked previously for years. She was instrumental in pressuring Google to suspend its own council on AI ethics. Now, why was she upset about this council? Because they decided to include a conservative thinker from the Heritage Foundation on its board. And uh, the Heritage Foundation is a conservative think tank. Oh, yeah. But there's more. Now, here is Meredith Whitaker in her own words. And this explains what she is really trying to do. And then we'll reveal more of where she is and what she's doing now. But here's where she shows who tr- her true colors in her own words in this article. Quote, that it took this long for big tech companies to take fascists seriously enough to remove some of them from social media should serve as a wake-up call. Elites tend to realize the dangers of fascism only when violent flashpoints hit close to home. It is workers and historically marginalized people who are and always have been the anti-fascist front line, end quote. Now, when she says fascism... She means fascism is the, it's the, well, it's the leftist code word for anyone who disagrees with their ultra-liberal beliefs and agenda. Okay, it's not the true meaning of fascism, so remember that. She continues ending her article in this way. The neoliberal bargain is fraying, and if we don't vie for control over the algorithms, data, and infrastructure that are shaping our lives, we face a grim future. It is time to rally behind a militant strategy that recognizes the danger of leaving U.S. tech capitalists at the helm of systems of social control while far-right authoritarians jockey for access. A new and historic block is possible. Militant workers engage social movements, progressive politicians, radical lawyers and critical researchers will find that achieving their demands for control will, indeed must, radically change the tech ecosystem. Contesting for power against those who have it is never easy, but the path forward is clear. Blank the algorithms, dismantle the tech monopolies, and build infrastructures of care and justice where the systems of social control once stood, end of quote. Okay, well, there it is. There you have it. Oh, it gets better. Now, Lena Khan, director of the FTC, the Federal Trade, Trade Commission, which is the U.S. government's agency for monitoring unfair and illegal business practices, has supposedly been on a mission to fight back the pervasive snooping and control of people's data by big tech. Okay, again, sounds fair. This is generally a good mission to be on, to protect people from the abuse of their personal data by companies. I get it. But she hires Meredith Whitaker. So now the agency that governs unfair and illegal control of people's personal and private lives is being guided by someone who wants to control people's private lives, especially if they disagree with her leftist and woke ideology. Now, the tool that Ms. Whitaker and other tech and government leaders worldwide like her believe in and are using is what is called machine learning fairness. But it's not actually fair at all. It is the method and system of integrating critical race theory, which is which is a socialist racist ideology that is destructive and uh, divisive to both families and society. She wants to use that and integrate critical race theory into artificial intelligence. Now, this is indeed scary. And in the past several months, here at Truth Unbound, we've warned of people such as Parag Khanna, Yuval Harari, and Klaus Schwab, and their seeming defense of the little guy against big tech, when in reality it is they themselves that want to control the little guy, everyone that isn't part of their elite class, and also governments that must embrace their worldly and anti-biblical and anti-God ideals, or suffer the consequences." So why does all this send up red flags when it comes to biblical prophecy? Well, first of all, the rebellion against the sovereignty of God reflects the same of the great whore of Babylon described in Revelation chapter 18, verses 2 and 3, where it says, And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. The second red flag with biblical prophecy with all this is it is an obvious tool that we be, would be needed by the Antichrist to form a unified world government and economy. For instance, in Revelation chapter 13, verses 16 through 17, we remind you of it, and this is what it says. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Now, of course, in Revelation and all the Old Testament prophecies that coincide with it tell us all of this will be destroyed when Jesus returns the second time to establish his kingdom at the end of the seven-year tribulation, and he will set up that kingdom for a thousand years with his justice and grace and mercy and power. But the believer, again, you don't need to fear anything because before the final stage of this kicks in fully for seven years, Jesus will take us home to be with him. In First Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 16 through 18, this is what God's word says. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first, then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. But before that day comes, the Antichrist and his one world united government and economy will control the world with its artificial intelligence, ESGs, and more. But before all that happens, we have, as believers, in these last days, the last opportunity to spread the good news of Jesus Christ, that Jesus saves to everyone and invite them to come to him and his kingdom to be saved. And my friend, if you're not a part of the kingdom of God and of the family of God, I invite you to do so today by repenting of your sin and telling God, Jesus, I know that you're the one and only Savior and Lord, and that you rose from the dead and that you died for my sin. Would you forgive me, save me, come into my life and take control? I'm yours. Would you do that today? And let us know at Truth Unbound at info at truthunbound.org. And we want to help you in your next steps in the faith. I'm certainly hoping that this has helped you to walk closer with God beware of what is happening in the world, but also to be comforted again that God has it all under his control. So feel free to respond or reply below with questions you have or experiences related to this. And don't forget to click like and subscribe and to share the podcast with all the other people you can. Well, remember, follow Jesus, because when you do, you'll always follow the truth.